Hey guys, I'm Shoda, and I'm a mental health consultant and a certified mindfulness teacher. Hi, I'm Ollie, and I'm also a mental health professional, and I have a degree in health psychology. We're married, we have ADHD, and we're both in therapy. And this is Mindfully ADHD. podcast that follows our mental health journey to figure out what works for us and what doesn't. We try out different ways to improve our well-being and try to adapt those techniques to our brains and our lives over the span of a month. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down there, friends. Uh, if this is the first episode you've listened to, um, you messed up somewhere along the lines. <laughs> the, the, the timelines got crossed. Uh, this, this is, is actually a different dimension. Yeah, this is the update dimension. <laughs> you need to go back and listen to the first episode of this series. Where we talk about sensors and ADHD. Sensory stimulation. Uh, s- sensory stimulation, all that fun stuff. And then we make our plan. And this is the episode where we talk about that plan and what went wrong. So, all right. Yeah. <laughs> So go, go. This has become very long. Okay, go, you go listen to that, and we'll, we'll go hustle here. We'll, we'll wait. Okay, we're back. How did your week go? Or two weeks? Two, week, two, two weeks. and a half weeks. Two weeks. Exactly two weeks. Exactly two weeks. Well, my mom got COVID. <sighs> yeah, that that was that <laughs> that was a big chunk of. <laughs> so, uh, for ten days, you and I were. Well, seven days, seven, eight days, we were isolated from her and isolated from the rest of the world because of the panini. Yeah, of the big panini. So over here, you have to isolate if you're a household member. It's been something that has brought us a lot of anxiety. Yeah, which I think is a good time to test out our sensory stuff. Uh, Yeah. That's kind of like mostly the sensory stuff we've been doing is ways to try and cope with anxiety rather with ADHD symptoms, you know, amping yourself up, amp- amping yourself down, or, you know, having, like, sensory overload. Well, I guess our, our nervous system is kind of an overload with anxiety, so I, I forget, forget that part. <laughs> A lot of the ways that we used our plan this time was just to regulate our nervous systems rather than to... Yeah, not rather than, just to regulate our nervous systems. I think that that was the point anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, We used the trampoline a lot. Yeah, the trampoline. Did, 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 was the trampoline arrived last episode? Right, it did, yeah, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, we had it, but we hadn't put it together. My friend, who is a fellow ADHDer, put it together for us. Yeah, it was like, I see you have a trampoline. And you're like, yes, and he's... I may have put the trampoline together. <laughs> it was the most wonderful surprise. I was so happy. It was so lovely. He put together a trampoline and then we bounced on it. And it, that was like three days before we found out that my mom was COVID positive. Yeah. So um, it was a great thing to have as well, just for like movement. Yeah. It's just every time I walk past it, I have to bounce on it just a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 so and it's so great. I use it as a chair. Um, it has a little handle. One of the things that's been really special about the last two weeks is allowing yourself to sit and be in whatever position you want to be in. I know that sounds really bizarre, but like 
I found it really relaxing when I was so stressed out to have my legs draped over the handle and like lay on the trampoline or like to have my feet up all the time, allowing myself those things. I think that was really, really nice. Yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. Just like and to get some energy out, like it, it's kind of it's a lot more fun than doing jumping jacks, which I think is what the equivalent of what we did before to try and like, you know, get some nervous energy out and our um our anxiety bike has currently become a coat rack because and it takes too much effort to assemble it now and now that we have the trampoline. No, no, but the, the trampoline takes up a lot of space in in our room. But it doesn't take up visual space because it's low to the ground. I know, but it takes up still takes up physical space. But we space. don't notice it. Do you notice it? Yeah, I can see it. Well, I think it's just because it's not on my side. Yeah, and, and I, I'm taller than you. I can see past the coffee table. I can't see past the, the, the dark lands beyond our coffee table. We don't need to go there. Unless it's to bounce, to bounce, to bounce. Okay, so, yeah, well, we, we have a whole new lot of sensory toys. And, like, there's this marble one that's, like, a little plastic pouch that has like a marble in it you can move back and forth and i think that's the most satisfying that i've had and it's so nice because it's quiet yeah you know like like the poppets and stuff are all noisy all the clicky ones but it's nice also because we've both been trying to make a conscious effort to have fidgets around us sensory toys around us yeah i am jonesing for one right now and i can see it across the coffee table <laughs> do you want it yeah, I want it. I want it. <laughs> Give it to it? me. Uh- and I'm biting my nails less because the fidgets just, they've become talons now. <laughs> uh, I, I think you've actually been using the fidgets more than I have, like the physical fidgets. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know why. I just keep on forgetting that we even had the new ones because I'm just used to just having those old poppet ones that we have. I think also it's been... It's been weird because the last eight days, we didn't use our brains to do anything EF uh, heavy. Yeah. Um, Other than cooking and cleaning our space, we didn't do anything particularly taxing to our executive function system. (laughs) We did a puzzle because... We did a puzzle. Which uh, the main problem with the puzzle is because I realized that while doing the puzzle... For hours on end, I was in some sort of power pose where I was squatting (laughs) and looking down at the puzzle at like a right angle to stare at it. And yeah, it felt like I had a workout after doing it. That was so funny. Yeah, I was like, I can't sit down. Uh, How did I not notice how tense I was doing it? It's impressive. I I, I was not body centered while doing the puzzle. My my brain was just fully focused on it. And we we did it in like a day, though, because like we only did that. Yeah, but I think that just coming back to like the anxiety and regulation and executive function, the puzzle was a really great way to zone out. Yeah. And that's what we did while we were in isolation. We didn't really do anything quote unquote productive. We just used that time to take a break for our brains because we were so anxious. My mom is... You know, she's she's part of a vulnerable population and Ollie is part of a vulnerable population. My dad is part of a vulnerable population. The whole thing was really stressful and we were both so inside our bodies in terms of being afraid that every single anxiety symptom, every single, for me, period symptom was COVID. Yeah, 
You mean the the panini? The panini. No, uh, it's not. That's... <laughs> so we uh we. We kind of took turns deciding if we had symptoms or not, but it turns out everyone was fine. No one had COVID except uh, your mom. She was symptomatic, but we were all okay. She isolated and she's better now. Yeah, and she she's fine. We're all a- negative. Now. Yeah, everyone can sit easy. Everyone's fine. It's a okay. Should we go through our list? Yeah. Now, now that we've given a very kind of manic. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're still kind of amping down from from that week that we were trapped and like we didn't sleep like you'd think like oh you you were like home you were like doing all that you must have been no uh, we weren't well rested i think from anxiety and just from other things happening we didn't sleep for that week and i'm still like recovering from lack of sleep yeah (laughs) i know but okay let's go through it okay okay enough delaying enough delaying Okay. Check in with the other person and ask would ask what they need. I think we did that quite a lot. I did that quite a lot. What will happen? Zone outbreak. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked over and you were like laughing. Okay, now we're back from our zone outbreak. Uh, can you please repeat that last bit? Because Check in with the other person and ask what they need. I um, think I know that I did that a lot because I made a conscious effort to. I can't remember if you did that for me, like asked me stuff. I'm not sure. I think I forgot about that part. I'm not sure if I checked in as much. I, I know you uh, you checked in because when you saw I was really stressed, you asked if I should do like the replenishing activity because I remember you asking me a couple of times to go... Um, yeah, I've I've tried that. to I've tried to remember to ask you at least once a day if there are any if there's anything. Even yesterday when you were really tired, yeah, uh, I tried to ask, but I don't remember if you did it for me. Yeah, I honestly don't remember. I don't think I did actually. I know you, you seemed to have like have all your blankets and your your sensory things. So I feel like you 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 were, yeah, you were more not... constant about doing those activities. I kind of. I don't do them when I'm anxious, though. Uh, I think I do them more when I'm anxious. Like, I don't do them when I'm anxious, so I just sit in my sadness. That's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I just sit in my sadness. <laughs> uh, uh, make a rough note or tell the other person on WhatsApp when you have a certain sensory need. So, I mean, other than asking not to be touched or... Things like that. I didn't do it very much. Yeah, I didn't do that either. I think we really need to make an effort to do that. Like, I know we usually cross stuff off the list when we hadn't done it, but I really want to try doing that. I I think there were one of the times I did tell you, but it was in person. It wasn't on WhatsApp. It's okay. It says make a rough note or tell the other person. Okay, so um, I made the rough note. Uh, so I'll probably, I'll mention it now. I think I did both, actually. So, uh, one of it was I realized when I wake up in the morning and I'm really tired, I'm really overly sensitive to different forms of sensation and sensory input and things. Like, I get o- overwhelmed easily. Like, a lot of people were talking at the same time, and my, my brain entirely just got overloaded and checked out. And I noticed in the morning, sometimes if I'm really tired, I don't like to be touched as much. 
which I think is also that, like, um, you know, my, my brain's trying to keep itself awake, and I think any other st stimulation is just, like, overload for it. And the thing I actually made me think, and I'm a little worried about, is then what does my brain do on coffee? Because coffee is just a boatload of stimulants and stuff. And, like, even on meds and things, like, t that tends to be the case. That doesn't really help me wake up. So I'm worried that the coffee is just completely overloading my brain. I hope it isn't, but that's something that I'm worried about when thinking about uh, sensory overstimulation. Yeah, for sure. I zoned out a little. Do we take another zone up break? No, I'm fine. I could do it. You, yo, are I'm you sure? Back in. Yeah, okay, zone, my... zone it back in. Zone, zone it back, back in. in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so from what I remember of what you just said, <laughs> um, the thing in the morning, I also have a similar issue. I don't like being talked to or talking to people in the morning. And even in the car sometimes when we're chatting and you have a lot to say, I get very distressed. Not irritable so much, but just distressed because I know that I'm not responding to you. So I feel really anxious that I'm not responding to you and that you might get upset. Oh, no. So it's like, are you RSD kind of like? I'm worried about giving you RSD. Oh, I don't think that ever that ever comes across my mind in those situations. Like really? I, I'm, I'm. Because I, I, I know that. I mean, I'm also. I know, but like, but usually in the, in the morning. morning, I'm also tired, and I, I'm, I'm barely hanging on. I, I like, I, I sometimes don't even want sound. Yeah, sound, sound sometimes sound bad. Yeah, especially in the morning. Like, but I get sometimes really sound good. <laughs> this episode is is, 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 stressing me out. I, I think it's that thing of knowing when to you, you need stimulation and when to remove. Uh, sensory input because like uh, a couple of times I did actually use music to amp myself up in, in a time where I needed to be have a higher energy I'm so sorry everyone this is such a chaotic episode oh dog break it's uh it's big boy dog break time I think that that's something that we should discuss like overstimulation and understimulation um, in our obstacles and solutions yeah because one of the questions that I was asked is, how do you know when you're dysregulated or unregulated? Unregulated? Dysregulated? Both work. <laughs> how do you know when that happens and how do you know what you need? So I think that's something just for obstacles and solutions. You know, guys, remind us. Yeah. <laughs> Famous lost words. Then trampoline time. Yeah, yeah, we definitely. We all we all had trampoline time. We didn't schedule it because we found out that if our it's there, we're gonna do it. Our entire week was trampoline time. I think that one of the reasons the fidget toys, which is the next one, have our fidgets close by. I think one of the reasons those worked is because they were in our visual range, whereas the other two you have to remember. Yeah, because a lot of the times, a lot of our fidgets is either tucked away on my desk or underneath the coffee table, and like. I can see the trampoline. The trampoline is just right there in my vision. Yeah, so I think I think that's just something to. And I think the reason why I use that marble one so much is it's because it's always there. Yeah, you enjoyed using it too, so like it that was also in reach. Yeah. yeah. And then schedule one sensory break or replenishing activity during the week. So the one that I wanted to do was the beach, which we couldn't do because we were isolated for we were isolated for like nine ish days because just before that was your birthday weekend yeah so we didn't do 
I, we hadn't scheduled it for yeah. that. It's like a birthday miracle. We had the trampoline. <laughs> One of the things as well that I found that was really helpful on your birthday was the balloons. Because when I came into this room, so every year on Ollie's birthday, I make sure that we get however old he is, number of balloons. And it felt like a cave because the balloons kind of like lowered the ceiling. Yeah. So I felt like it was like a blanket fort and made me feel so comfy. And and we had just found out my mom had COVID the day before. So it was really nice to have that safe space. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I had a different experience with the balloons. Like, I really enjoyed looking at them. But, like, the sounds they made, they keep on freaking me out. <laughs> they made, like, weird squeaking noises. Like, keep on thinking they were, like, other things. Like, there was, <laughs> it, it was a lot. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, so that's our that was our plan. Okay. So we did... Okay, we, we move on to... Uh, I just want to, before we quickly move on about... Because you, you talked about the beach and you're just replenishing sensory thing. I did do the shower... All right, sorry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I did do, like, the dark showers a couple of times when, you, you know, like, when my eyes closed just being there because, like, I re- it really soothes me, like, just having like the no light and being in the shower but i did it once when i drank a little bit and it really didn't have the same effect because my senses were dulled i didn't really like i was really disappointed because i didn't really have the satisfaction of the sensation of it like it didn't yeah it didn't really bring me comfort it was just kind of like i was just there and i was wet it didn't really have the same impact it usually does that's so interesting yeah so i think alcohol really affected how i do like i think how you perceived yeah or experienced that so i i, I felt really more anxious doing it like it didn't really calm me down that's really interesting the other thing i think that the last couple of weeks has been really impactful has been lighting yeah i've been paying attention to lighting we have recently installed very bright lights into our house because it's, my parents... It's so bad. Yeah, my parents love it. So it's so lovely to come into this room, which we light in the evenings with just fairy lights. It's so nice to be able to do that. And I've also started to put specific just dimmers, not like the red light filter only. Yeah. Just a dimmer on my phone um, so that it gets more dim than is naturally able to. <laughs> That's such a weird sentence. <laughs> Talking about my phone like it's a sentient being. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like it, it. I take it everywhere. It's become part of me. Me and my phone are one. <laughs> and then also having or like making space for sound. You know, um, noticing when I can be purposeful about sound is really nice. I don't need noise cancelling headphones and things. In fact, noise cancelling headphones freak me out because it I feel like there's no sound at all. And I'm so used to the hum of the AC. It's really strange when you don't have that background hum. Yeah. yeah. I, so so it's too quiet. It's too quiet. So just having like yeah, I think I think a lot of it is just being cognizant of it. But um I am luck not lucky, but I am more cognizant of it than you are because I run the Instagram account. So I'm constantly doing research to or like updating, uploading stories to do with sensory stuff or finding yeah. posts about sensory stuff. So it, I do think that we might need for our plan as we come into this next section. Maybe this is a good segue into the next section. What accountability? Um, obstacles and solutions. 
Okay, so let's just do uh, revisiting accountability for just a second and then go into obstacles and solutions. Yeah, so I do have that luck, right? Or the, not luck, but the, <laughs> I guess it's luck. I do the Instagram accounts. I'm constantly being bombarded with that kind of stimulus. I'm surprised I never really thought about that aspect, but you do. You're, you're looking at the plan like all the time when I just... I, I don't. I, I, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, like I even when I read the Instagram posts, like they don't really go into my brain <laughs> as much. Yeah, because I'm doing the research for them or I'm at least interacting with other people about it. Yeah, and, and you like you ask me about it and I keep giving like you the input about posts, but like I don't know. I feel like in my brain they've just it's it's separated somehow. It's interesting, right? It's yeah. just it's something that like it because it, I often think that I become more mindful about stuff because of that yeah it makes sense okay now i'll allow you to do obstacles and solutions (laughs) (laughs) is that the only thing for accountability i can't think of anything for accountability i guess i have to ask me you have to check in with me yeah that's what i was gonna say (laughs) i was just about to say that that i need to check in with you more and like instead of just making my own little personal notes just to let you know in whatsapp yeah Okay, now, now we're 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 done. Definitely, <laughs> yes. Obstacles okay. and solutions. Yeah, we're gonna take a little bit of a break and come back and talk about obstacles and solutions. Obstacles and solutions. Obstacles and solutions. Okay, what are our obstacles? I know you've been holding in obstacles this whole time. <laughs> I'm opening the floodgates. Just tell me, tell <laughs> well, me what happened. One of the big obstacles is remembering. Yeah, that's that's and noticing every, when you're having sensory stuff. Every time an is obstacle remembering. is remembering. I don't know how to fix this. Like maybe we should just write on our mirrors. Yeah, I, I feel like I've said that before. We have. Okay. I know uh, we can't because I ju- I literally just took the pens to the clinic. Literally yesterday. No, wait. <laughs> No, there's pens here. Yeah, but we can't use those to write on the mirror. I'm st- I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should make it part of our plan. Because I don't usually write it down. What'd you find? <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I found something on the couch. It's just part of a USB thing. Okay. <laughs> Do we take another break? I don't... Okay, keep, let's keep keep going, keep going. Okay, so so that's one. And then the other one um, is kind of knowing when you need overstimulation versus or like more stimulation versus to like taking away stimulation yeah i think like th- you could use mindfulness but it's very it is difficult to tell that's why like i wasn't sure with caffeine because i think sometimes you become so like overstimulated you- your part of your brain just like shuts off and then you kind of it's like it falls back over and becomes uh, you're uh, become understimulated. And it's, it's kind of it's kind of difficult to know when you're fidgeting to increase stimulation, or when you're fidgeting because you want to decrease stimulation. If that makes sense, it's like you fidget because your brain has turned off and you need extra stimulation, or is it going to become like you know when you're hyper and it it kind of more and more and more and more and then you become really really hyper <laughs> does that make sense has anyone else like have you ever experienced that i think so actually i don't know like i think with sounds it's like that i think maybe 
we see it with our kids, right? With with the kids that come into the clinic, like if if they are like if they if they're having an off day or we're trying to get them to do something that's high executive load, we want them to be able to stimulate or but it's difficult to tell whether that stimulation is going to get it help stimulate enough. Yeah. Or if it's going to make it so that the hyperness just hyperactivity just gets more and more and more and i know that happens for me right when i'm in a really really good mood or i'm feeling really excited about something and then i jump up and down on the trampoline or i work out i get even more kind of stimulated or hyper and sometimes that's great sometimes you like i I did that a lot for work what i mean about because like sometimes with audio and stuff like if so too many sounds are playing at the same time too many people are talking my brain checks off but then it's also sometimes i want really chaotic noises and stuff yeah no absolutely it's different it's like more because when i'm listening to a song and stuff it's like more focused when if it's in a different environment then it's like the environmental aspect that i think makes it either too much or too little for for my brain okay. I, I don't know like when i'm in a social situation then i'm a lot more like i think there's too many other things happening and i think that's the reason i overload and that's when i kind of my brain shuts down but when i'm listening to like a regular song and try that's when i'm i get more amped up and i get more energy if yeah that makes sense it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, so I guess it's the that environment fact. And I think it's, I don't know, for the kids, it's like they just come from like a social situation like school or something. That's usually when they're the most hyper and they're like already amped up by the time they get to the clinic. I wonder if that is because like as I'm talking about it, I feel less like, like I feel like the fidgeting is because your brain is turning up. Like I know that that's true for me for sure. So it's possible because we know that the bounce back after school is just like the floodgates opening because you've had to hold in all your your neurodiversity at yeah, school. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think yeah, I I definitely like move my legs and want to move around and stuff if I've just been focusing on something for a long time. It's like my brain's like, yep, spent enough of that. <laughs> and I know, and like I, I know that we were going to talk about masking. Yeah, because I mask a lot when I'm with the parents of clients and in meetings right i do a lot of masking and i find that i'm completely exhausted after doing that and doing something like jumping on the trampoline helps me to get to the next part like and actually do things i want to do yeah you know like the podcast or like making instagram posts or going for those walks like it because it takes I think sometimes the trampoline or activities like that, they just give me like a little bit of dopamine just to move on to another uh, activity. So it's like you keep the momentum because it's like that thing. If I like I'm still moving and my brain is still keeping active because if I stop, then brain stop. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I completely understand that. So what are the solutions? Maybe to be more... um directional because i think that we're i at least i as i said before like i haven't been very directional about it yeah me neither and i think i've just been kind of doing it and that time when i was just drinking like a little bit and i did it like i didn't really plan that sensory replenishing time so it was just sort of like i just decided to go ahead and do it and it was just 
like I should have scheduled it and made it uh, like a place where I really needed it instead of just doing it when I remembered because then I put myself in a situation where it just didn't work. I mean, one of the things like solutions that we've already said as well is having it visible. Yeah. So I don't know if I want to take the trampoline to the clinic because that was the original plan. Yeah. And also, I don't know where we'd put it because it's sort we'll of... we put it in my office. No, but... You, okay. So her idea was to remove her coffee table completely and replace it with a trampoline. I think that's a great plan. It, it does. But I feel like, what about coffee? That that just seems so upsetting. Like, just <laughs> I'm picturing just bouncing on it and all the drinks just kind of jumping upwards with you. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'll think of something, but I, I do think that yeah, it's a good idea having it here because like we've been using it a lot. Yeah, but we haven't been at the clinic. That that's true. Maybe I will change our mind in like three days because we've so, only been two days back at work. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think that that's that's something to think about. And the other sort of sensory thing is like all our sensory stuff is here, other than the fuzzy blankets. So maybe we should need to split up our sensory tools between the house and, and the clinic or be more like strategic of like which ones we take to work that work. Yes. But, and have them visually available, like, but in a safe space so all the kids don't grab them. Yeah, that that like the small Game Boy one I said with the really clicky buttons, that one I actually used at work a lot and for some reason I took it home and just forgot about it and never took it back to work but that was a thing like because it's quite silent when I'm in like a meeting or like talking to someone like it's really easy to hide and just kind of click it and use it to stim and then yeah and then I think that using things like play-doh and bubbles I yeah but those are really messy and hard to sort of the play-doh isn't you just need like a we have like so a, much have like a bowl of play-doh in yeah. your hand yeah while we are talking as tradition uh we completely forgot to mention what a zii is did we mention zii's no we just no. mentioned obstacles and solutions okay so technically what we've been talking about is called uh zii's like we're gonna fit it in here because like we forgot to mention it at the beginning uh can you tell me what a, a zii is a ZAI is a zero investment improvement. It is a. It basically means that you see what the system is and analyze it and then figure out what would require the least effort in order to improve the system. Yeah, the, the, the most important part is like, it's the least you can do to improve something. And the least you can do to improve it before it becomes a big problem. Yeah, so we're, we're all about sort of the little, it's just little, little tweaks to see how to fix something. Because you don't want to like, if it's too much effort, we're probably not going to get around to doing it. But if it's it's less pressure, if it's just like a, a, li- a little bit. I think that... As we were talking, I realized that mindfulness, a lot of it is soothing. So in one of the sessions that I teach, we make a list of nourishing activities. And all our nourishing activities are soothing, like having a warm drink, lighting a candle. What else was was there? There was like uh, doing a mindfulness practice. Yeah. Right? So if we combine the two, I think we will have a really nice list of activities to do to either stimulate yourself or to soothe yourself. Uh, The time I really need to be soothed is to sleep. 
because especially it happened to me uh last night actually where like i uh i saw something that really irritated me and i got all like Huffy. Yeah, I got all huffy because it was some, some <laughs> someone got like something completely wrong and was saying all this wrong information, and I was like, no, but and I I, I just started ranting about it, not, not not on the internet, just in general, like two showed up. Yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> let me tell you what what's happening, and then like it was about the fall of the Roman Empire. It was because okay, no, we won't get it's it. Such a big, <laughs> but like. Because the other half turned into the Byzantine Empire, which... I think you should put a tangent alert. Yeah, this is tangent alert. Like a big... (laughs) 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 Okay. Don't listen to anything we... We say about if it's we get into the nitty gritties and details, most likely we're probably going to get most of the details wrong. (laughs) So just take everything with a grain of salt. About the tangent. No, just just in in general. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer. We might be wrong. We might be wrong. <laughs> this is our experience. <laughs> okay. Uh, do we? You were you were saying that you get sti- overstimulated uh, before oh, my... bed. Okay. Uh, the tangent. I already, Derailed. <laughs> I, once again, I've gone on a tangent. Yeah. It was. The, I need ways to soothe myself when I get like. Too into like because if I get too into a task to break away and do something soothing is so difficult. It's so difficult because I just want to keep going and keep doing it. So I I want to keep doing it until two or three a.m. and you don't know when it's ever going to hit. Like it was just last night. It was just it hit ten minutes before I was going to go to bed, and then suddenly my whole body woke up. And if you know if you're if you're one of those people who like me who uses YouTube or like shows that you've already seen. You know, like I've I've rewatched Gilmore Girls maybe like nineteen times to soothe yourself. The problem with that is th- it's still stimulating. You know, you're f- with the characters. You get a little bit stressed when they're stressed because of our lovely mirror neurons, all of those kind of things. So it's important to just be be aware of it and have those. I think ha- so having that list because we. Ollie and I have made lists of soothing activities before. We call them nourishing lists. Yeah. It's so, like a little menu. Is it the, It's kind of like we used to call it a dopa menu as well. That's what How to ADHD calls it. Yeah, but we, we tend to call it dopa menu as well because you get like the appetizer, the little teeny ones, and the main but course. This is, is like more, the... this is more of the, you know, the session seven nourishing activities, you know, because the dopa menu is more like music. And things like that, whereas or like then, a hobby for like the like the more intense uh, activities. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the um, nourishing list is things like a cup of coffee and lighting a candle and wrapping yourself up in a blanket. And maybe we can, you know, I'll I'll ask on on Instagram. Maybe some of you can like let us know what your nourishing activities are. We can compile a big long list, and everyone can use the list. Yeah, but everyone's going to have their own nourishing activities, but I think we'll definitely get get some... ideas. Yeah, Yeah. you definitely get ideas. Okay, so what do we have so far? For our obstacles and solutions? Yeah. I have no idea. I have to think. I thought thought you were keeping track. I I, thought you were... I I wasn't keeping track. I have yawned like 19 times. I've used the word 19 twice, the number 19. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. We we're, had a discussion. We're, we're back. We had we had a, a huddle. We had a little group huddle. We had a group huddle. I think that we know what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's see if I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> One is to try and remember <laughs> by putting it on by doing two things. One is to actually write it down. Yeah. Um, visually visually in a it, like on the mirror in our room the other is to have the fidgets um and the activities visible to us when we're just sitting around yeah and then and, the, and then and then and was then? the first two from the last time yeah which that's... which is telling each other or whatsapping each other yeah. When we have a sensory thing. Yeah, as, as scheduling the nourishing activities during the day instead of the evening. No, both because you want something soothing in the evening and I want something stimulating in the afternoon. Yeah. And then so that's that's part of being intentional about our sensory stuff. Yeah, uh, and, and then checking in with each other. Yeah, and we had moving our um, sensory tools and our fidgets to work because currently they're all in one location and they're kind of scattered around. So it's just sort of taking some to work once that might work. So we need to work that out. But well, you'll you'll find out if that worked in the conclusion. <laughs> and you will also have a better idea of what this plan is. If you follow us on Instagram at mindfully ADHD podcast, <laughs> because nice, <laughs> because I think that I need to. I, I've had. I've. I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> my the, brain is dead. We are kind of very. We're just I holding don't know, on by. A yeah, thread. we're holding on by a thread. All right. Okay, so I think that about wraps things up. Is there anything else we missed? Probably. Our brains are like little ping pong balls this episode. <laughs> so, okay. So we're just going to wrap up. This is the update episode. Um, next episode is going to be the conclusion where you'll find out whatever happened. That's going to be at the end of the month. And then yes. we'll see you guys again. And uh, I will post an update in the next two weeks. I didn't post an update last couple of weeks because of the stress of quarantine. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, follow us on Mindfully ADHD podcast. I do spend some I do spend a lot of time there even if they're no even if the posts aren't as regular as I wish they were. Yeah, and just write us a review just anywhere. Just even just write it on a piece of paper and throw out the window. If like two people found it, that'll be great. Yeah, yeah. do that. Do that. Okay. But don't litter. Yeah, don't litter. Throw that review in the trash after you finish <laughs> writing. <laughs> Maybe just give it to someone. <laughs> okay i'm sorry okay um, <laughs> that's a podcast that's a podcast sorry and thank bye. you for listening bye thanks for listening to us today if you want to follow along with our journey we post little updates on instagram at mindfully adhd podcast you can find us everywhere you get your podcasts and we shall see you soon for our next episode bye bye <laughs> <laughs>